Welcome to Sound and Vision, conversations with contemporary artists and musicians about the creative process. Here's the host of Sound and Vision, Brian Alfred. Sound and Vision is sponsored by Soho Art Materials. In 1999, they opened their first shop on Grand Street with a handful of sketchbooks, brushes, paint, and their Trimar stretcher bars. From that point, they've been an integral part of the artistic fabric of New York City. Soho takes pride in what they do as the last independent art supply shop in New York City, and they continue to keep their product assortments and standards high. In 2015, they designed and engineered an aluminum stretcher bar system with the same tongue and groove assembly as a standard wood stretcher. These patented aluminum bars can't warp or twist and are 100% keyable in the corners and cross braces. I've been using them for a while now and these things always lay flat against the wall. They're super sturdy. And you can find out more about them at SohoArtMaterials.com. Division is supported by the New York Studio School. The school welcomes artists from around the world to join them in part-time study beginning this September. Two-week intensive marathons present a wide range of art-making strategies, rigorous studio engagement, and comprehensive critiques, the profound impact of which continues far beyond each marathon session. An 11-week evening and weekend classes are the ideal way for artists of all levels to experience the school's learning-through-making pedagogy, to receive guidance from inspiring instructors and to join the expansive New York Studio School community in New York City or virtually from your own home studio. Visit nyss.org to learn more and enroll today. Sound and Vision is supported by Golden Artist Colors. Golden is an employee-owned company that makes the best artist materials for making that you can get. Over the last 25 years or so, I've been using Golden acrylics, mediums, and materials, and I stand by the quality in their products. They make acrylics that stay wet longer, they dry flat, mediums to make you paint super thick and beautifully fluid. They also make Williamsburg oil paints and core watercolors as well. You can find Golden in your local art store or online at goldenpaints.com. Sound and Vision is supported by the fine coffee makers at Fulcrum Coffee Roasters. Fulcrum has amazing coffee beans that you can order straight to your door. On their website, you can choose from different roasts from different origins, and you can even get a coffee subscription where you can get different beans delivered to your door each week or month. I'm on this subscription plan and it's amazing. As a coffee fanatic, getting new roasts all the time delivered fresh to the door is amazing. If you get to Seattle, you can even see a 10 foot by 40 foot mural of mine in their 6th and Bell Street shop. Check out Fulcrum Coffee Roasters at fulcrumcoffee.com. Hee Jin Yu is a German born Korean artist currently living and working in Los Angeles. Her work has been shown at the High Museum of Art in Atlanta, Hath Gallery, Frederick Snitzer, Blum and Poe, Almin Rick, Koenig Gallery, Loyal Gallery, Stems Gallery, The Pit, Spurs Gallery in Beijing, and many others. Her work has been covered in Gallery Magazine, Juxtapose, Hype Beast, White Wall, Art Forum, It's Nice That, El Indonesia, New American Paintings, The LA Times, and many more. 
I spoke to Heejin about her impulse to move to new places, visualizing longing and painting, being happy, and much more. Here's our conversation. So your your bio says that you were born in Germany, but you grew up in Korea. So how did that happen? Yes. What's the so, German connection? <laughs> so my parents got married in Korea, and then they decide to go to Germany to study car engineering. Oh, so my okay. father my father is a big fan of car. Yeah. So in the eighties, they went there to study engineering, and I was born in there. Mm-hmm. And then I grew up there until I was seven. Yeah. And I think my parents were deciding where they want to raise me. And then they were like, I think I need to go to elementary school at seven. So they decided to go back to Korea like right away. Oh, and okay. So, did, so you, I, did you learn any German? Because you weren't in school yet, right? Yeah, but I heard from my parents I could understand, I could speak, but I couldn't write. Right. So I forgot really fast. Yeah, it's hard, right? If you don't yeah. stick with it. I wish it. I could remember, yeah. But um, yeah, that's why I grew up in Germany for a s- while. Well, did they, was he studying like automobile stuff at like a school or was he going to a company to learn? Like, was he learning from, you know, like uh, He went to college. Oh, yes, okay. just learning study. Yeah. And he, when he got back to Korea, he got a job at the company who makes a uh, seatbelt for uh-huh. Hyundai car. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. So, <laughs> so is that, is, do you feel like maybe he was somewhat creative in that sort of like, you know, interest uh-huh. in engineering and automobiles? Yeah, or but I'm the only one in the family who's really doing creative creative jobs oh so, really yeah they don't really understand me at all when i said i want to do i want to be an artist and they were like <laughs> why don't you go to business school it's much much like safer i was like oh that's not what i want i want to go to art school and then that's the only thing that makes me happy yeah yeah i was reading that you were saying that like you you always wanted to be a painter like you you want to paint your whole life and that's like your thing so yeah. how, when did that start i mean as a kid did you just love drawing and painting or yeah i still remember when we were in germany my mom took me to like different classes like piano re- lesson and ballet and painting and drawing but i didn't want to go to any other class but only painting and drawing yeah and i still have my uh, childhood crayon Mm-hmm. And it says made in West Germany. Oh, that's because cool. Because it was like, yeah, right, I right. still have split it. still, yeah. Yeah, so since then, I wanted to be a painter. Yeah. And when I went to college in Korea, it wasn't, it, was, it wasn't like the way I thought. That's how I decided to move to U.S. and well, that's pursue my dream. How... It wasn't the way you thought could mean a lot of different things. <laughs> <laughs> what was the, uh, well, actually, before we get into that, what, yeah. how did your, why was your mom sort of, or why do you think she was sort of like pro introducing you to the arts and culture? Was it did something that she had in her past or did she feel like that's just 
a good thing to do? Or? I think because they didn't have a lot of money, they were students.、Uh-huh. And in Germany, you know, the art education、oh, yeah. in general, they are all free. So、right. she、ah. could just take me to everywhere. <laughs> so that's how I got into every other class. <laughs> hey, listen, for those of us in the arts, that's great. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's the idea is you make the museums、yes. and like the, the theater and the ballet free. And then, you know,、yeah. art becomes, you know, more pervasive in culture and、yes. society. Yes. So,、I、you went so. to the Kunsthall? You went to like <laughs> museums and stuff? I cannot really remember, but I、uh, remember they、uh, took me to Paris. Yeah. To see like all the paintings and arts.、Yeah. I think that's what they did, but not really like, oh, you need to go see this. Not like this way, but just naturally, they took me to every different places. Well, you were pretty young too, right? At that point. So、yeah. it's, not like, it's not like, hey, this is something you're going to do for the rest. It was just, you know, you、yeah. take your kids to the museum, you know? It's kind of a nice <laughs> thing to do. Yeah, my parents never forced me to do anything. They were just like, if you want to do this, okay. Yeah. Like, if, you, if you don't want to do this, that's okay too.、So. Well, that's cool. Wait,、yeah. do you have siblings or are you an only child? No, I'm an only child because of they didn't have much money. They cannot afford any other child. Right. So. So, yeah, I always I've wonder how that, <laughs> as an only child, I mean, I have one brother, right? So,、mm-hmm. you only know your situation. I mean, as an only child, do you feel like, I don't know, what was that experience? You, I guess you don't know anything else, but do、yes. you feel like your imagination was more active because you were playing by yourself a lot or you were doing your own thing? Or did you have lots of friends and, you know, you were totally fine? I think. I think it's both. I am fine. I'm totally fine with spending time by myself. I'm so busy,、yeah. like just having fun with myself. And then, but at the same time, I have a lot of friends to play with. So I think it was always. So my friends who h a s kids now, they were worrying about、uh, if they have more child for their kids to、yeah. be like, not to be lonely. So they sometimes ask me, Are you. Were you like really lonely when you grew up? I was like, you know what? I never had any siblings, so I never known how you should feel that having siblings. Yeah. So I never know. Yeah,、so、you、I'm, don't know any different. So how,、yes. do you, how do you sort of like, you know, judge it? I can tell、yeah. you this, though, from someone who had a brother. I mean,、mm. we fought every day. I think it was the worst. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't until. We both went off to college and then we became like close and you know, everything was great. But when you're like kids, all you do is fight. You know, it's、yeah. just like it's, it was a lot of stress. <laughs> yeah, I, so I never had any arguing or fight with anyone except your parents. <laughs> parents, yeah, and like boyfriends before. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> They're like, what did I get? Wait, wait, what's going on here? It's like, yeah, I was like,、good. I never had a fight with anyone like this before. And then why are you doing this to <laughs>、right. me?、Um, so, so you had your own sort of thing going and you felt like you wanted. I mean, was it like in high school? Did you think, were you already thinking, like, oh, I really love making paintings or drawing and, and this is my path sort of thing? Or, or did、yeah. it come later? 
Uh, I was still like thinking about going to art school when I was in high school.、So、in Korea, you have to prepare for the college exam, like、right. a painting test. Yeah. So、uh, after school, we always go to like a after class for art. Yeah. So, yeah. So I always having like a study time and then practicing painting exam time. Now, were you like the One of the best people in your class, like technically you were good at drawing, or were you more sort of like creative and funky? So it's very different than here in Korea. Everyone sits around the table and then paint the still life. Right. So there's no creativity. It's just、mm-hmm. like painting in like three hours,、mm-hmm. and then you have to finish, finish the painting as much as, much as you can. And、right. then that, that's the exam.、Yeah. So I try my best all the time. And yeah, I got into art school, but it wasn't the one I wanted. <laughs> <laughs> so to get in the one you wanted, would you, would you just have had to make something look more like that thing? Like just be more realism based? Or was it like, was it just based on like sort of Technical skill is what made you better, or was it? Yeah, I think the、yeah. skills and your、uh, high school grade and、mm. everything. So、uh, you have、right. to be like a top student s to、yeah. go there. Smart so, and I, talented. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't like that. <laughs> yeah, me neither. <laughs> hey, we turned But, out fine. <laughs> yeah, it was fine. <laughs> you know, it's like. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I was never、so. a straight A student. You know, the only、oh. time I got really, really good grades、mm-hmm. was when all my classes were art classes in college because I loved all my classes. So, you know, but like in high school, you know, I, I didn't get straight A's, but yeah, it worked、too. out. Yes, <laughs> so, what, so the, the art school you went to wasn't your first choice,、mm-hmm. obviously. So, but what were the things that you were talking about earlier that it, it,、oh. didn't, it wasn't up to your expectations? Like, what? Was going on there? Yeah, I think I thought if I get into college, then I thought I could start to painting like that I want my imagination or what I want to paint.、Right. But it wasn't like that. Like, it's just like you need to paint the way your professor wants. No boy. That's not fun. Yeah. Yeah. So I was really kind of depressed. So I talked to my parents and Talk to my friends who's going to other school, and then they were like, Oh, it's a similar situation. And so I was like, What should I do? And I was like, I think I need to go to US. And、mm-hmm. but my parents were worrying about me so much, and then they were like, Oh, just in case, would you just finish your college degree in Korea and then go to US? Right. So, I, but then I couldn't. Attend any art school anymore. So I was like, okay, then I'm gonna transfer my major to English literature.、Oh, so、wow. I did it. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of, I was kind of preparing for like, like learning English. Yeah. I thought it, it would help before I moved to US. So I did it and I did it for two years. And then as soon as I graduated, I left the country like the next month. Wow. You couldn't wait. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I think I'm ready. I'm, I'm going to go. And I left. Wait. So, when did you, when did you start studying English? 
Did you study it in school, like way back, or did you start? Yeah, way back, like elementary school. But、okay. it wasn't. You don't learn any culture or anything. It's just like grammar. Right, and, right. Yeah, so it wasn't like really realistic way. So yeah, and you're not I, using it every day. It's not like you're practicing all、yes. the time. Yeah.、Mm-hmm. So, well, at least you had some foundation there, I guess. And then the English <laughs> literature that seems like jumping in the deep end of the pool as far as like、yes. a, a new language. <laughs> yes, well, I think for two years I only thought about、uh, just getting excited to go to U.S. and just、yeah. I just wanted to finish it like as soon as possible. And, and okay, so so、yeah. you、uh, you have this idea of like the U. I'm going to go to U.S. It's going to be a little more like you know not like loose, I guess. Not quite so.、Um, yeah, I had rigid, no、right? idea. Yeah, I had no idea, but I thought like I think I don't have anything from here, so I think I need to find something else from somewhere else. And then, U.S. sounds like you could do whatever you want. Right. So, yeah. So how do you decide? Like how where, how do you decide where you're gonna go? Did you apply to different places, or did you think, you know, <laughs> like what was the what was your path? So I have. I have some friends who study abroad for like a year during college.、Mm-hmm. They study English for a year and then come back. So I ask all my friends, and then some of them suggest to go to California because it's the weather is good and maybe safer. Yeah. And then so one friend、uh, suggests me to go to Berkeley.、Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, sounds good. So. I- <laughs> So I apply for language school in Berkeley. So、yeah. I arrived there, and I had no idea. I was just so excited. And then I was there for four months. And since you are not Berkeley students,、mm-hmm. you are not getting invited to any other events. You just like looking at them having fun. Oh,、uh, you're just、and、doing your language classes, and that's it. Yeah, that's it. So,、um, so the. F- The funniest thing to do was going to Walgreens, and <laughs> <laughs> which yeah, let's be because, honest, it is fun.、Uh, it, it is a good trip to Walgreens. <laughs> yeah, it was like because I'd never seen any other like American products, like、right. what, what kind of stuff they use. So yeah, I was yeah, like yeah. having having fun there, and then maybe go to San Francisco to have some tour. Sure, but that was but that was it. So I was. Getting really bored, and then I am a person who cannot like just stay there when you don't like something. So、yeah. I was like, I think I need to really have some plan for my future,、right. and I want to be an artist. And then what should I do? I think I need to go to art school, and then to do that you need a portfolio. But I didn't make any art for years because、mm-hmm. I went to like English literature. So I was like. Doing some research, and then I found out there's one place in New York, Manhattan, helping you preparing for your portfolio.、Oh, wow. It was like it was like right across from Empire State Building, so I was like, okay, location is good. So I am packing my stuff right now, and then <laughs> yeah, I literally pack all my stuff, and then I moved to New York, and I found an apartment in. Roosevelt Island. Oh yeah, Roosevelt Island. Yeah, wise. yeah. It, it was interesting. It was very quiet. It was like nice to sleep at night. Yeah.、Um, yeah, and I was spending time there preparing for my portfolio, 
for seven months, and then. And this is like a this is a place near the Empire State Building that basically is just tutoring you on how to get ready for art school. Yes, it's wow. like a Korean. It's like running by a Korean woman who went to art school there, ah. and then it's like a, a little private lesson, I guess. That's interesting. Yeah, they're still there. And then whenever I visit New York, I see the sign. I was like, "Oh, they're still there." Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so did you like New York? I mean, it's New York. Yeah, it's a very busy yeah, but kind of like. I, you know. I love New York, but at the same time, you don't belong anywhere. So I feel like I'm not like really in it. So maybe I was like, maybe if I go to school, it will be better. But so I applied for school um, for undergrad to go to mm-hmm. art school again. So I did one in SAIC in Chicago, mm-hmm. and then one in SBA in New York. And this was with the help of this. A woman yes. or a company that helped you prepare. Yeah. So were you making I, a bunch of new work to get ready for that? Yes, I did. Uh, mm. I think I got 10 or 12. And they, I think, I had a good, good time there. And then I, I got into both schools. And then I had a one friend who were already studying in Chicago. So I asked her, like, how is Chicago there? Because I was like thinking New York might be too much for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then she she literally said, like, oh, I think it's in the middle. Like, I'm not like California, but not too much like New York. So maybe Chicago will be really good for you. So I was like, sounds great. Did they mention the weather? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Nothing but, about the cold winters. Yeah, yeah but I, I love winter, so I didn't mind. Oh, there so you I go. Le- yeah, Perfect. I did. I I. I still love Chicago the most. Oh, really? Yes. That's yes. so interesting. That's cool. Yeah, Chicago yes. is a great town. Yes. I it's great for art and music. Mm-hmm. There's good food. and Yeah. Yes. And all the transportation is good, too. And there's a lake, so you can spend time in the nature really yeah. close. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's less... I feel like it's more doable than New York or LA. Like, it's just a little of easier course. in a way, you know? Yes. Yes, I literally lived right by the lake. Our nice. my view was like really great. Oh, right by the Art Institute, right? Oh no, I was like a more different like area. uptown. Got yes, it. Yeah. yeah. I was more like a. I wanted to live more like a local people, oh, so okay. I, I didn't want to live in downtown. <laughs> right, right. That's cool. Yes. Yeah. So you went there to the wait to mm-hmm. the Art Institute. Yes. Yeah. So, so I how was spent that? I think that was the best decision I ever made. I met a lot of good friends and the best professors ever. Who were your there. people? Like, who were the ones that you just really feel like oh, this? You know, you had a great experience learning from. Oh, uh, you mean the professor? Yeah. Uh, uh, his name is Richard Hall. Oh yeah. And yeah. yeah, he. I love his class. How he teaches. He's, he actually hired me as a teacher for summer program oh, nice. two years ago. Yeah. So I was very honored to teach with him. But it was like pandemic, so I was doing Zoom. Right. He was in class. Yeah, yeah. But I loved his class so much. I want to be the best students in his class. So the class started at 9 o'clock, 9 a.m. But I went there at, 9, at 8.30 because I realized... 
he arrived in class like half an hour before yeah, and prepare. Yeah, yeah. Yes, and then if I get early, then I can talk to him half yeah. an hour. So I think I loved it so much. So that I was think a pro I move. A That's a pro move. To <laughs> like, you get to pick their brain while they're prepping. You know, That's when like the good, candid conversations can happen right where you get to like yes. learn a little stuff that's cool yes yeah I, but I think I already experienced something in Korea so I was kind of desperate than other students yeah. and I also older than other people too so I was like I think I need to really like spend my time like really really well when I'm here so but I sincerely loved all of his class so I took all of his classes yeah. Were they more than just painting classes? Were those like seminars and stuff? Uh, I think there's just two paintings and two drawings, I think. Yes. And he was the the person who told me, like, I need to go to grad school. Yeah. Yeah. So what what was your work? What were you making at that point? What was your work like? It's just like, I had no idea what what I was doing, but... Trying, trying my best and then learning all the skills and everything and figuring out stage, I think. Yeah, just working mm-hmm. through ideas and stuff. You know, it's funny because I, I didn't really think of it until you mentioned, you know, Chicago, but I, I could see, like, the images, the Chicago images and that mm-hmm. kind of, like, funky, you know, like, Chicago yes. has that sort of, like, funkiness that's really interesting that I, I can kind of see your work in dialogue with that, you know, mm-hmm. because you're merging these sort of like um, two different planes of representation and then this figurative sort of yeah. like, uh, almost like s- not surreal or dreamlike element that's mm-hmm. like a symbol. It, it, it seems to like symbolize the figure without being literal about a figure. And it just, mm-hmm. I don't know, there seems like it resonates with some of that, you know, Chicago painting. Yeah, I think I learned a lot from all different teachers there. And uh, we we have museums, like, attached to painting buildings. So, like, teachers take their students to museum right away to show what they're talking about. I think it's it's an amazing thing. Yeah, that's a huge advantage. I mean, Mm -hmm. just, you know, because nowadays a lot of people just look at everything online. And going to see, you know, that, you know, Matisse or that mm-hmm. Van Gogh or a Surat or whatever, going to see yeah. that surface, mm-hmm. it's like an education in and of itself, you know, you to, to see, you know, how something's yeah. made in the flesh as opposed to just like, you know, a picture on Google. It's a big mm-hmm. difference. So that yes. must have been great. It was really great. I... I kept my student ID for a while so I couldn't go in <laughs> for free. But like, wait a minute. Were you here <laughs> 10 years ago? <laughs> yeah, I'm still Yeah, classes. I think they changed the color or something, so I got caught. And then oh, yeah. I, I changed to my alumni card, but nice. I didn't know with alumni card you cannot go in for free. Oh. So since then, I was like, oh, bummer. But yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> So, so after Chicago, what was the plan? I mean, it sounds like you had a, a good experience there and your work developed, but then what? Yeah, so Richard says, uh, like, why don't you apply for grad school? But because of 
I spent only two years in undergrad there. So he thought maybe you, you should apply for a postback program too. It's the same as grad school, but it's like a preparing for your portfolio for grad school. Right. But you get your own studio and same professors and everything. So I did both and I couldn't get into any other grad school. But I got into postback program in SEIC. So I spent a year there and I applied for grad school and I got into UCLA. Which is not an easy school to get into. So <laughs> I was that, surprised too. That's a, but that, it seems like, a, well, I don't know. It, it, yeah, it seems like a difficult program to, as far as specifically with painting. I, I don't know. I mean, were you drawn to it because of just the LA thing or was it the faculty or like, or did someone recommend it? Did he recommend you to apply there? I think, uh, like all of them, like, um, I was thinking, you know, UCLA is one of the top schools to go to like an art school. And then the professors who were, who was, who were there at the time and California and everything. So I, when I applied second time, I applied for schools that I only really want to go. So I right. applied for Yale, UCLA, SAIC, and NYU, th- those four schools. And I got into all of them. But Yale, I did interview, but I couldn't get in. Oh. Um, <laughs> uh, you didn't miss anything. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I, I interviewed with uh, Robert Storr. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah, and He's then I still remember the question. It was, the, he asked me, who's the artist that I hate? That's a good question. Yeah, what but, I never, but I never prepared for that kind of question. So I was like, I, already, I was already nervous, but I was like freaking out more. So oh, I, yeah. have, I have no idea what I said there. Oh, so, you should have said Mel Bachner. That guy's the worst. <laughs> <laughs> He'd probably let but, you in right on the spot. <laughs> Just kidding. But, uh, Mel, if you're yeah. listening, that's a joke. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, when I left the room, I think I already knew. Uh, I was like, I, I think I couldn't Oh, get really? In. You got a bad vibe from it? No, I was like, my answer was so bad. I was like, oh, this is Oh, it doesn't matter. The, the, uh, it's funny, right? Those questions. Yeah, yeah. yeah but you know, when I was... Um, when I was in grad school there, in between mm-hmm. the first and second year, they ask a couple mm-hmm. students to sort of help out on the committee mm-hmm. to to look through all the slides and stuff. Mm-hmm. And when you see that process of like how they pick people, you know, mm-hmm. it's it's so uh, multi-dimensional. Like it's not just the quality of an artist's work; it's the dynamic of all the people they're bringing in, it's the faculty, mm-hmm. different opinions, you know what I mean? So it's hard because yeah. when you apply to things, because I get rejected from grants and stuff all the time, and mm-hmm. when you apply to them and you get rejected to anything, you're like, well, what? You always think, oh, it's me. Like, what's wrong with me? But sometimes it's <laughs> just not the fit, you know what I mean? It just depends yeah. on, you know, all that stuff. So anyways, it worked out great. You got to go to UCLA. What Did you yeah. did you love it there? I can imagine that. I what, did. And what's the program? I can never... I don't know that I've ever talked to anyone who went to UCLA for painting. Yeah, I think and it's... I don't think I talked to them about it. So what was the program like? It's very studio-based, and they only choose four painters every year. Jeez. 
That's and a then th- it's small three-year program. <laughs> yeah, so there's only 12 painters every year. But then the other department choose like two or one only. So they are more smaller than wow. painting program. That's so. a small group. Yeah, it's very intimate. And yeah, so you know what other people are doing like all the time and yeah. hanging out all the time. And you can get a professor from other department too to nice. work together. So yeah. were there anyone... Were there any teachers there you really liked or hated uh, or thought were weird? I, <laughs> I, <laughs> I loved everyone. I, I had Barbara Kruger, Larry Pittman, Kathy Opie. I, I had everyone there when I was there. So yeah. I, and I think like a lot of them are retired right now, but right. I'm, I'm so glad I was there at the time. And Larry Pittman is the most professor. Oh, I can like, imagine. Yeah, he he's amazing. He just comes into my studio, and then I maybe I hang like five or six paintings for like an hour uh-huh. session. But he's just like, give me a minute, and then he look for every paintings, and then start to talk to me everything I wanted to say. Oh, really? Yes, and then he just tells me more about my painting. It's like, why does he like this? Blah blah blah. I was just amazed all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, he just seems like a, a super smart, amazing painter, but he just seems mm-hmm. like he he's on it, you know. Those paintings, yeah. that uh, one of the first painting shows I've ever saw in person in mm-hmm. New York was when I was an undergrad. I went to Soho, and mm-hmm. it was a two-person show. It was Carol Dunham and Larry Pittman. Mm-hmm. And when I saw Larry Pittman's paintings in person, I was like, what the hell? Like, how... I couldn't yeah. understand it. I was just like, how yeah. does he do this? Yeah, it's pretty amazing. So that's yeah, great. He, you had a good experience with him. Yeah. yeah, he doesn't have any assistant at all. He does it all by himself. Yeah, I can and relate. Yeah. <laughs> Which is, but his are, that's amazing. Like, yes. that's a lot of work. Mm-hmm. But yeah. wasn't it, I think he was like an interior designer for a little or something. Like he did, he learned a lot of those painting techniques, I think, from a previous job or something. I think I read that. I but yeah, those are super complicated. But he yeah. tapped in like right away to your paintings and he just kind of, you know. Yes, I think he does it to everyone else, I think. So like the program is like when you signed up for professor and then professor email you the time slot. Yeah. And or before to sign up to like a Larry Pittman, you need to be really fast. Oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Isn't it funny? Yeah, it's like a first it, less first than serve. a minute. Yes, less <laughs> than a minute. Up. Everyone already like, oh, Larry Pippen is the most demanding professors. Yeah. For everyone. Yeah. There's yeah. a reason why. That's cool. And then, so I would imagine, and this is based on no um, knowledge, but it seems like you probably in LA have bigger studio. It just seems like everything's bigger. Like you would have more space. Did you have a good studio to work in? Uh not more? really we didn't have ac we just <laughs> sweat it out <laughs> yes it's uh but it was still it's it's just like amazing feeling that you are in this program and i was fine with everything yeah. else uh it wasn't good condition studios when i was there but after i graduate uh uh, someone donated a lot of money for the program <laughs> right like, after I you think, left you're like yes. damn that's I know. So we moved to like a former supermarket building. 
so temporarily. So、mm-hmm. I finished my year there. But after I graduate, they built really fancy new studio building.、Mm-hmm. So now they have, I think, AC and elevator. I think it's all fancy now. Wow, they're all spoiled. You got through, you were tough. You, got, you sweated it out. That's why you're so、yeah. good. You had, you had to go through that boot camp, you know? Yes. Yeah. It was a <laughs>、so, fun time, I think.、Um, And then, as far as your work, like what did you go in with? And then, what did your work look like when you came out? Like, did, it, did your work really、um, change over the course of grad school? I think so. I didn't have any hands in the painting、mm-hmm. when I applied for school. I was very, very minimal. I was just a very personal story and then small sizes,、yeah. not any big paintings. But when I got in, I had a Big studio, and I could do whatever I want. So I start to size up a little bit. And there was a funny story. Before I left Chicago, I met my husband in Chicago、mm-hmm. at the bar. So, <laughs> where the rainbow room? <laughs> no. Yeah, it was in、Shubas? downtown. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think of all the bars and、uh, empty bars. Yeah,、Valley. it was. <laughs> I don't know. There was like a one、uh, bar in downtown, and then I was doing farewell party for me.、Mm-hmm. But I don't drink. I'm allergic to alcohol, so、mm-hmm. I don't drink at all. But I was doing like with my friends, like saying goodbye. And then I saw my husband at the bar, and then I, I just suddenly I wanted to talk to him, but I never done this before. It's just, I just like. It's like a movie. I just walk to him and then I ask him, like, Are you okay? <laughs> Because he seems like a little drunk. But he was like, Oh, yeah, I'm okay. And then we start to talk. And then it's so weird. I never done this any other guy before. It was just a weird feeling. And then we realized we were living in the same neighborhood.、Mm-hmm. So we saw each other every day for a month before I moved to LA. And then we start to. Do the long distance relationship for four years. Wow. Yeah, until I finished my school. And,、um, and you know, you are in love and then you want to like express your feeling、right. as an artist, I think. And so I started to thinking about how am I going to express my personal intimate relationship on my painting. And I realized because of long distance, he's in Chicago and I am in LA. So, he's not right next to me right now. It's all memory. So, I created this ghost hand,、right. like empty hand. He's not here, but I miss his hand gestures or how he touches me.、Mm-hmm. So, that's how I start to painting about the hands and our memories. So, I remember we, do,、uh, we did the UCLA open studios like twice a year.、Mm-hmm. And one time, Just random person came into my studio and then he was looking at all my painting and then he told me, Oh wow, you are in love. I was like,、oh, Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> you see it. Yeah. 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 So I, I was like, That's how I create the hands. Yeah. So it started like after like a few months later, I started the program. Right. Yeah. I, kn- I saw the images of, on your website of your thesis show. And、oh, it looked、yeah. like there, yeah, you could. There seemed to be a sort of like intimacy or, you know, this、mm-hmm. feeling of like a lot of times there's dual figures that are cropped. So、mm-hmm. it kind of has that vibe. 
you know? Yeah, but he moved to LA and we got married and I'm not missing him anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Now you've had too much of him? <laughs> so he's, he's kind of fading out of my painting. <laughs> <laughs> It was better when you were gone, I guess. More <laughs> Absence makes the paintings grow more nuanced. Yeah. So yes. what have you, so, but, but you've often said, and from what I've read of, you know, when you're mm -hmm. talking about your work, that it's about mm -hmm. sort of like daily moments or your, just your, your life basically. Yes. So um, you keep it open to, you know, your experiences. Now, is it, mm -hmm. are the experiences, because, you know, there's an, it feels like a lot of the imagery is imagined, but it might be referencing something specific at the same time. How much of the imagery is, you know, you just inventing um, a sort of picture of this experience and how much of it is actually based on sort of like real scenes and real places? Or does, I'm sure I, it varies. I think 99% is from my imaginary uh -huh. because I don't want to look at pictures and painting it. Right. Um, so... I think on my paintings, when you're really looking at it, I don't really know, maybe like flowers, I don't really know how they really look like. It's just based on my observations yeah. or how I felt. So I cannot paint like a really, really realistic. It's yeah. just maybe hands looking a little more crooked or more bendy. It looks weird. I, I just don't want to paint just look like too much realistic. So it's just based on my memory. So yeah. yeah, a lot of, and then I choose the color based on that specific memory and then time and space, how I felt about that specific memory. Right. Yeah, yeah the, um, the titles of the work too, I feel like mm. they, they lead you to believe that this is about a very specific place or event, you know? Yeah. They, they seem I, like um, descriptive. Yeah, I have a story about the title. I never had untitled paintings because when I practice my English, there mm -hmm. is a one way to do is writing a diary every day. Yeah. But, you know, you don't want to get stressed when you learn something you want to enjoy. Right. So uh, what I decided to do with myself was just writing a one-sentence diary that mm -hmm. you want to remember. So that's what I did for a long time. And then one day I was just going through all my notebooks and then I realized, oh, I have this kind of diaries I did for a long time. And then I start to read it again. And then when I read it, it took me to that specific time again. Yeah. That's how I, I was like, okay, this one sentence diary inspires me all the time. So that's how I've been creating painting. So the sentence was first and then image later. Yeah. It's like it's born out of that. Um, well, it's a. Me I mean, a l it sounds like a lot of those diary things are kind of like memories, right? Mm -hmm. So it's mm -hmm. it's born out of whether it's words or an experience. It's kind of like a memory either way, right? Yes, yes. And then I think I am pretty optimistic and a positive, happy person, mm -hmm. and I want to live my life that way. And then. The painting tells what kind of person I am, I think. And I want to share that happiness with all the other people out there. Yeah, that's really yeah. not like refreshing. 
<laughs> feel like because I don't know how you feel about this because like in my own work a lot of times I mean there's stuff about the world it's like basically about the world and I think you know I've I've done images that are based on like struggle mm. or or things like that but a lot of times especially lately I feel like it is the same sort of sentiment of like I feel pretty mm. happy or lucky mm-hmm. to be alive mm-hmm. and I, I want to focus the imagery on things that are sort of um, poetic or beautiful or you know mm-hmm. of, of rest from all the chaos and noise of you know all the drama of society yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean but I feel like sometimes yeah. that's really not in vogue or like you know it's mm-hmm. it just feels like well I mean I don't worry about that anymore but you know when I was mm-hmm. younger in school you feel like oh well you know the paintings have to be charged they have to have like yes. all this meaning and then you realize everything is meaning whatever's meaningful mm-hmm. to you is meaning you know what I mean yes and, and yes so that's so. valid right yeah I think because of social media and everything you see really easily what other people do and then you know everyone posts about what they're doing like they don't really post anything bad happening right. so I realize a lot of people think about what they don't have so yeah. they get sad and depressed instead of um, not just uh, appreciate what they have so that's how I developed my idea like I think I am a person that knows how to appreciate what I have and then I am fine with this And but people I know like who's not happy about their life I wish I was just thinking it's just me like I wish, uh, like, open studio experience, like, I wish people just randomly come to uh, my studio or the shows that I have and just feel or just remind them their own happiness yeah. like, and smile. That's just what I want with right. my painting to other people. And yeah. Yeah, I think, you know, it's funny. I don't know if you agree with this, but I feel like in music, that's mm-hmm. so much more common. Mm-hmm. And it like you know we're in and it's okay like people don't question it. It's like, yeah. oh yeah, I just want to, you know, write songs that make people smile and dance, and mm-hmm. they just are filled with like you know euphoria or, or you know there's I just want them to be happy and you know I feel like in art there's a lot a lot of times there's a weight of like well it's got to have this meaning and it's got to reflect the world in a way that's very mm-hmm. serious and you know but there's something to be said for just you know, embracing something that brings positivity or just makes people feel good, you know, yeah. or or reflect in a positive way about something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I, I think um, <laughs> it's it's kind of refreshing, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think uh, this is uh, who I am and I want to keep making paintings until I die. And yeah. I think I need to enjoy and be happy about it. Yeah, I mean, if I, I always say, you know, if you're lucky enough to do something you love to do, then mm-hmm. you you don't want to retire. You just yes, you're happy doing <laughs> it. You know, but that's hard. I know some people never find that thing that yes. really you know that they have that fulfillment from. So mm-hmm. then they probably want to fill it with buying stuff or mm-hmm. you know or whatever, like going on trips. It just has to be yeah. something external that fills mm-hmm. that void instead of something that they're doing 
So mm-hmm. I, I can't relate to that because I do love yeah. art and music so much that it makes me happy. So I feel like that must be really difficult if you don't have that thing. Yes, I think so. Actually, my husband is a business analyst. Oh, wow. And then, yeah, uh, but he never had anyone around him like me, like doing what they love. Yeah. So I think he's been doing his job, just not thinking too much. But he sees me like I go to studio whenever I want to go. And then when I'm done, that's I'm done. Yeah. So I think he was like, wow, that's I never seen a person like you. Like usually just nine to five, go to work and come home and yeah. eat dinner. And the next day is the same thing. So I think he is trying to figure out um, his own happiness mm-hmm. with his job, I think, these days. So yeah. I'm, see, I'm seeing that kind of person at home. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's almost like I would imagine that if you're like that, like if you only ever thought, well, I just got to get the job so I can make money and just, you know, survive yeah. or whatever. And then mm-hmm. you all of a sudden you see someone who's doing that, but they're doing something they love to do. So it's... Mm-hmm less work and more you know it's work but it's you're happy to be doing what you're doing that must be eye-opening you know so when you saw him in the bar and he was Mm -hmm. tipsy Mm -hmm. (laughs) it was just it was just physically it was just his looks that drew you in yeah i think to me he looks cute and then i never dated any american guy before Uh so i was just like i don't know what that happened to me but I just saw him and then it's just like he's over there and then in between there's tons of people but you don't see anyone. Oh yeah, it's like a movie where like all the people pan to the side and you just zoom yeah, in. Yeah, I just <laughs> see him and then I don't even drink so I was just like sober and then I just walked to him. I, <laughs> yeah. I wasn't even drunk when I talked to him. <laughs> that is yeah, love. So, yeah, I think so. It's like meant to be and then For sure. Yeah, we were just seriously thinking about like an email at the bar like oh yeah you know what we met there and then we got married <laughs> <laughs> it's all because of your bar <laughs> yes so um well when you're working in the studio i mean mm-hmm. you know you're you're making these paintings that are really sort of personal or based on like memories and experience and stuff do you listen mm-hmm. to stuff while you're working or is it silence or in like what's your relationship to music so I was really into um, learning English for a long time. Yeah. So I always played TV dramas just oh, to yeah. learn the culture and everything. So I usually play the drama like a friend. I think I watched Friends like more than 100 times. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great... I feel like I've heard that before, like people who watch Seinfeld or Friends to like learn oh, yeah. English. Which is a, Seinfeld such a, too. It's such a great yes. way to learn <laughs> It is. Talking so like stanza. Yeah, oh yeah, it's, yeah, there's nothing wrong with this. And right. <laughs> but yeah, I play TV drama a lot and listen podcast all the time. I like the feeling of someone is talking to me. Yeah. Yeah. So you, you can get into the zone of painting and you're just listening mm-hmm. to that stuff. That's cool. Yes. You know, there's so much Korean television on in our household that i'm surprised that i don't speak korean like it's actually embarrassing that i don't because it's on so often i think maybe you watch the same tv show over and over all the time oh there's all sorts of stuff going on it's like you know we have that uh uh uh, vicky uh, you know that it's like a an asian 
It's mm-hmm. I think it's Duck Ten, and it's like you know you can watch everything, and it's just always oh, on. See. So like oh, I'm wow. so familiar with the sound, the, the sounds, and the inflections mm-hmm. of it. And of course, I've learned like basic words, mm-hmm. but I feel like I should understand this more than I do. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, one day. But it's amazing that like you, you, so you just watched a lot of TV to help you learn. Yeah, but I think I started watching the same thing over and over because I couldn't understand. It's like, like for example, Friends. When I watch first time, mm-hmm. like there's an audience laughing right. sound. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't. The I laugh track. Like, <laughs> yeah, this is like this is not funny at all to me. Why right. everyone is? It's so because a culture difference. It's it's right. not a, like a laughing point. But then as time goes by, I realize I'm smiling with them right yeah, now. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I think it's very different. I still watch it, and then my husband is like, "Please, no more friends." But <laughs> <laughs> well, the good thing about watching like the shows that we watch too is that they're subtitled in oh, yeah. English, so you can kind of put it together. You know what I mean? That's yes. like in Japan, like everything has Japanese writing, like everything mm. is written out, like in every mm-hmm. show. So it's easier to start to like put things together, you know. But I feel like oh, I in see. America, there's there's no, you know, it's just English and no subtitles, but yeah, I guess you could turn them on, but <laughs> but it's not yes. in the other language, you know what I mean? It's like helpful. That's yeah. why I love flying is because you could watch international mm-hmm. movies and then see the subtitles oh, and you can kind of like yes, start do. to learn things. I know yeah, I, I, I love language. It's like fascinating to me. Me too. I think I'm, because I want to live here and pursue my dream here. So I think I really wanted to understand this culture yeah. yeah so i and then actually i saw monica at mm-hmm. the cafe mm-hmm. next to ucla studio oh really she came yeah she came there and then i don't really go out to cafe to get a coffee a lot but my friend was visiting me so i took her there and then i was in line behind this woman and then the voice sounds like really familiar to me i was like why do i know this voice and she was ordering coffee and Wait, is bakeries. that Jennifer Aniston? No, that was Monica. I got, what is her name? The other girl. The blonde girl. Oh, no. no the black. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, my God, there's people like right Courtney. Now, like, Courtney, Courtney Cox. Courtney. Yeah, Courtney yes, Cox. she was there. And then I just react to her voice right away. I was behind her and I was like, Monica? <laughs> and she just looked around me. Oh and then, no, did you? <laughs> yeah. She was like, oh, hi. And then I was like, oh my God, I've been watching Friends for a long time. And then I explained to her and then she um, took a picture with me. It was oh, like, nice. I was so happy. <laughs> <laughs> it all came full circle. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh my God, this is crazy. Yeah. Well, I have to say you're it's it's very impressive how you just seem to I don't like maybe <laughs> that comes from your parents or something it's just the conviction of like you were like I want to do this I want to be a painter and then it was like yeah. you just figured out how to do it and you you know you did these things for yourself like oh I'm just going to move here I'm going to study there I'm going to go work with this tutor and yeah. like and it doesn't seem like because I would imagine your parents were back in South Korea right Mm-hmm. So they you just are. kind of did all that yourself. Yes. It's very I, impressive. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm a person who always look for something I want to do. Yeah. And then even though I fail, but I still trying. 
Like, right. Uh, this could happen, but I'm not going to give up. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. I, th- I don't know what my parents did to me. But, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think they, they are surprised too. They were worrying about me going you, to U.S. by myself. Of but course. I was like, yeah, every parent I'm like, would. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, I'm so fine. Like, I'm having fun here. And then I made a lot of mistakes, but I learned a lot from yeah. the mistakes. So, yeah, no, yeah. that's how you, that's how you grow. You know, I don't know if you have any kids, but like as a parent, uh-huh. it's just <laughs> you, that feeling, I think, even me thinking about like if my son were to go overseas to school or whatever, mm-hmm. I that no matter how much he would be like, oh, I'm fine. You know, you, yeah, as a parent, it would just eat at yeah. you, you know, you'd be like, oh, <laughs> like, are they okay? You know, it's, it's weird. It's hard to describe. It's just this feeling, you know. You can't yeah. help but say it. There's certain things as a parent you say, and mm-hmm. you know it's cliche or whatever, but you just can't help saying it. Yes. But yeah. that's just I, part of, you know, being Yeah, I think one time my mom said, well, it's your life, so you figure it out. So. Which is kind of good advice, <laughs> you know. I mean, no kid really wants their parent micromanaging their life, you know what I mean, of saying, like, you need to do this, you got to go there, you got to do this. You know, you always want to, like, make your own decisions. Yes, I think so. I think all my friends, when I was in elementary school, they went to, like, English English school, like, learning A, B, C, D, E. Like, when they were, like, seven, maybe yeah. they thought, like, seven is too late because everyone starts at five or four. Right, right. <laughs> but my, never, my mom never did that to me, so I learned A, B, C, D when I was um, in sixth grade. Mm-hmm. I was so late than other people, but I think I was fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you yeah, just, you you figured it out. I mean, you're doing it. So, and um, I imagine you're just painting like every day. Are you working for something specific now? Do you have anything coming up? Yeah, I have a solo show coming up in Royal Gallery in Sweden. Nice. Next month. So oh, wow. I'm fin- yeah, I'm finishing up. Uh, the last painting right now. Do you have like a due? Because that's overseas. I mean, do you have a pretty hard due date to when you got to send that stuff off? I think they want to ship it by like end of September. Okay. So nice. Yeah. Well, that's exciting. Are you going to go over there? Yeah, I just realized because I've uh, been waiting for my green card for oh, a long yeah. time. Yeah. It's been like a year and a half, more than a year and a half. But I just read my received they sent me uh-huh. and then they were like oh just travel with the receipt and your expired uh temporary green card oh so, yeah so you yeah, can so do the, it so i was like i thought i may not able to do it but i realized oh, i think i could go <laughs> yeah have you been before no That's i exciting. haven't been to europe for a long time so yeah, right? yes um yeah i want to go and then have some nice time there. Definitely, yeah, yeah, and um, for people to to follow your your work, is Instagram and website the best way? Yeah, it's hejinyu dot com, or Instagram is just hejinyu. Sounds good. Well, I'm a big yeah. fan of the work, so thanks so oh, much thank for you so uh, much. for taking the time to talk. It's really fun. Oh, thanks for having me.